magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Yeah, let's, uh, this is great content that I feel like the regular podcast is missing out on. We should start our regular recording, or we can just call this the show. Didn't we do yeah, that last time? It's fine. Yeah, so I can just this put is it just in whatever. Show. It's really no big deal. Yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 548. Uh, first recording of the new year, even though it's February. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, Feel bad we've missed so many shows in the last two months. Well, it's okay. Um, You've been doing cool stuff like climbing Mount Everest and uh, you know, getting cool adjusted stuff. to the altitude. A lot of people <laughs> don't realize like how much time it takes to get adjusted to the different altitudes of the different base camps, you know. And yeah, yeah. Uh it's it's been a lot of training and um yeah, getting <laughs> getting adjusted to altitude. Uh that I I don't remember where I saw this meme, but I saved it to my photo roll. And um, it's just a picture of Mount Everest. And it says every dead body on Mount Everest was once a highly motivated person. So maybe <laughs> calm down. <laughs> yes, <very much. laughs> Love that. Um, but anyway, yeah, I uh, been moving into our new house. It's all pretty much done, at least interior wise. And um, it's been cool trying to get settled in. But God, it just takes so long. You, It takes a long time with kids. And um, I feel like it takes a long time regular, regular. But when you have kids, it takes extra long because you don't have like I we have all these pictures we want to put back up. And like, that's one of those things that really makes your house feel like lived in. Like I, we when we first bought this house, we probably went six or eight months without putting anything on the walls. And then one day we're like, let's do it. So we put all this stuff on the walls everywhere. And we're walking around like, why didn't we do this so much sooner? Yeah. All the walls were just blank for so long. It felt so weird. Now it actually feels like homey and you live here. Um, so we've like put pictures up in our, one of our living rooms and then, um, nowhere else really. And so like things like that, I've been wanting to get around to doing that. Um, it's just hard to do with kids. I mean, they're just constantly bugging you little life ruiners. So, um, but, uh, and then there's like some more major stuff, like actually like, uh, going through boxes of junk that's just stacked up everywhere and getting settled into closets and things like that. So, it's pretty wild when you think about that. I actually fully moved out of my house and I'm fully moving back in, which I think is different when you're prepared for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. For real. It was sort of like on, on the cusp over the course of a year, deciding to fully move out of my house and then move back in. And um, so anyway, it's slowly getting better. Um, I had, I hesitate saying this again, but I, I don't see why we shouldn't be able to record each week again. Um, I'm on, I have one stacked cardboard boxes for a desk and sitting on a futon right now. Well, do you, so it's you not like ideal plans for mm-hmm. you guys have like Ikea and stuff around there, right? Yeah, no, we've been yeah. hitting the, the Ikea hard for a few things, but I mostly it's like um, a matter of getting the junk out of the way to get things settled in, you know, cause like my office, I'm just looking around right now. It's just boxes of stuff. Um, and then I'm getting a new desk. The desk I had in here was, too big um and then we have a pull-out couch which is also very big and so those two things together were they didn't really jive that well so um i'm actually going to go get a much tinier much tinier desk um so it'd be nice to get that set up and i'm trying to go for like a more minimal not have a bunch of crap all over my desk set up yeah good luck with that um i tried i I switched to the kind of like the minimal desk to do the standing desk thing. And mm-hmm. I used to have a, like, you know, a bunch of desk drawers and stuff that held mm-hmm. all the crap. And now yeah, the crap just explodes. It's out. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't know. I really need to have some sit down. and have some hard, hard conversations with myself over the stuff I keep. Um, because, uh, you know, it sucks. That a lot of it is like, Oh, I'm going to sell that on eBay one day. And now 10 years later, I still have it in a box. And it's like, yeah. You know, should I just get rid of this stuff? Should I just goodwill it? But it's like a Wii and stuff, you know? Like, I feel like it's things you can't... You could get some money for if you put some effort into it. It's just an, an, one more thing that's 
hard to find time for basically so yeah i I, i'm in a similar spot where it's like um i've got uh all this stuff that is worth money right Mm -hmm. that i I feel weird just like throwing away or giving away or whatever but at the same time it's like not really worth enough to like yeah deal with facebook marketplace weirdos and stuff like that you know or like ebay weirdos or whatever else like yeah i and i remember when ebay was new you know there were those um different services that are like you know take bring your crap to us we'll sell yeah. on ebay and take 20 percent or whatever oh i would totally do that and like i would do that dude i would bring a truckload of stuff to a place yeah. like that now i would pay that for somebody else to do all this for me for sure yeah so yeah i don't know it's hard i coming from my cousin's house where he has he's a pack rat too and he has like lots of stuff that um you know he'll be like oh, i can't get rid of that or i, I need to sell that or whatever and i would just be like that's like worthless. Like you mm-hmm. think that's nice, but like, it's not. And you know, similar, like he has like, a, um, a couch that was his parents when he was a kid and it's from, um, I think it's called people loungers. It's like this American brand that was pretty popular in the eighties, yeah, yeah. but like this couch is like solid wood frame. Like it's the nicest couch. And so here you are 30 plus years later, he has it in his house and it's still fine. Like it probably could use a reupholstering or a good cleaning or something, but like the bones of this couch decades later are still great it all reclines everything's great and so it's just like cool and he's like oh yeah when my dad bought that when i was like five um it was eight grand or something like that and it's like oh yeah i kind of i believe that you know it's a solid wood crazy nice couch that you still have today like that's actually not a bad investment but he's like you know if we ever sold it i'd probably want like five thousand for it (laughs) it's like dude if somebody's gonna spend five thousand dollars on a couch it's gonna be for a brand new couch not your 30 year old used one you know what i mean mean? like you gotta get past that maybe if it was like um you know really like some weird exotic brand that was sought after or something like that maybe and and or something yeah this this brand like i actually thought of that because he offered to give it to us when we moved back in because we got rid of our old couch and um, we thought about it because it's super comfy and stuff. But yeah, it's like not you would have to get it like reupholstered and stuff. And um, but like I said, I looked up the brand that it was. I'm pretty sure it's People Lounders and it's like not around anymore and stuff, too. So it wouldn't be that weird for somebody to be like, oh, man, I really wish I could find this mm-hmm. reclining. Cal- it was like a sectional and one side of the sectional is um reclining chair type things and then the other side is a full pull-out bed like it's a pretty sweet couch but um anyway yeah i uh you know i i i feel like i have to probably tell myself those same things about some of the crap that i've been hanging on to where it's like yeah yeah okay your 100 nes games like uh, five of them are worth more than like 30 bucks or something you know and then the rest are all worth like two or three bucks yeah but you'll be annoyed when you like get rid of those and then and then like want them again and they're like oh cool those things are actually super valuable i mean like we've like you went through with when you got your like uh yeah your uh what's it called anchor a- analog pocket yes my analog pocket which uh speaking of analog pocket which you love um, now well i so i uh just last week actually went through and um installed like so so um, I guess to to do a recap of where the analog pocket has been, like it came out, God, what, like a year ago now, right? More or two, I think. No way, really? That well, either way, maybe it came out a long, long time ago. And what's yeah. weird is like people are still like getting them. Like you know, if you ordered back then, like you're still in the initial, <laughs> um, initial thing, you know, like. Um, but anyway, so it came out, and you know, it was a, a definitely cool piece of kit, but the firmware was uh weirdly limited because like usually mm-hmm. what would happen with these different like analog consoles that would come out it would be um they it would come with stock firmware and then they would pretty much alongside with it just release the you know kind of like the unofficial like jailbreak version yeah. and yeah. then the third party and, and it, basically the jailbreak version would just allow you to install other shit on it right and then like mm-hmm. the um kind of like third-party ecosystem of developers would do all sorts of cool stuff and mm-hmm. uh you know then it, it becomes a way more capable device and mm-hmm. for whatever reason it seems like it took like i, I don't know i i, I kind of lost track of time on this but i feel like almost mm-hmm. a year if not potentially more i just looked it up time. it launched in december of 21 so okay. you're right a little over a year yeah so well then but yeah this about... stuff didn't start popping off until like what october november time frame 
Yeah. When they started, uh, so they released like the new, um, the new firmware that allowed people mm-hmm. to add their own cores. Mm-hmm. Um, so now there's like a whole, a uh, whole shitload of different stuff that you can run on this thing. And now, mm-hmm. and you know, so that initially came out and it was like real hard to screw around with. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, now there's just these like updater things. That it's just this program mm-hmm. that, you know, you put the, you take the SD card out of it, you put it in your computer, mm-hmm. you run mm-hmm. the little updater thing, you point at the SD card, it like looks for mm-hmm. some like config file that it made that shows mm-hmm. what's installed and what's not installed, updates mm-hmm. everything. Uh, and then it's like, cool, you're good to go. Pop it back in, you know, no screwing around. That's um, sweet. Which was it, really cool because before it was like, okay, you know, go to these like 20 different GitHub pages, download mm-hmm. these files, and make these tweaks, and mm-hmm. it just does it all automatically. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, the only limitation right now, uh, I mean, it's hardly even really a limitation. Is it will you have to all your ROMs have to be unzipped mm-hmm. for it to see it because i guess like the way that the operating system works now it has to like attach to a specific rom like it doesn't have the ability uh-huh. to decompress or read through a zip file or whatever which that would make sense if it's um it's emulating legit hardware um that's not going to know to look for a zip like a regular yeah. old emulator would right right <laughs> um but you that's know, it's cool one of these things where it's like i don't i mean i don't it's fine i can unzip everything do you Who, play it very much or uh, I kind of just got to the point uh, two days ago where I have like everything working, so I'm at that at that stage. So I haven't really. You got through your setup fun time, yeah, and now it'll the, sit in a desk. The desk setup drawer. fun time, yeah. I do get. I did get the. I did finally get the dock for it uh, mm-hmm. last week. That was actually the impetus to do all this stuff. So I finally, mm. a year after ordering, um, I got the fucking dock for this thing. Mm-hmm. so i don't know it was just just like really bizarre how it took um so I, when i ordered that thing when i i you know it, it went up at whatever time mm-hmm. i ordered it immediately uh and then i went back in i was like oh shit there's all these accessories that i want to get mm-hmm. like i guess i'll order these i mm-hmm. emailed them they like i asked if they could combine orders since it ships from like the uk you know and shipping was like 40 mm-hmm. bucks or something you know? and they were like nope uh we can cancel everything and you can reorder it all together and I'm like, oh, no 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 let's not do that uh and yeah it took literally a year for the second order that i made uh here actually let's look up uh crazy uh i can tell you exactly the time difference okay so uh so the first one, the the order for the actual, oh, hang on. So the, oh, I responded to this. That's why. Okay. So analog pocket order, December 14th, 8.06 a.m. Uh, well, 2019, right? Uh, 2021. Oh, okay. Wait. That's when um, it released. When did, I think... Is that when pre-orders went up? Was like shortly before it launched, or did pre-orders no. happen like a year or two before? No, it, I know this was announced in 2019. Yeah, well, I I, was, I don't remember the whole. So thing. no, okay. So here's the timeline. So the pre-orders went up at December 14th at 8 a.m. December mm-hmm. uh, in 2021. December 14th, mm-hmm. 2021. My mm-hmm. order shipped on November 29th, 2022. Wow. Almost a year before it shipped. Okay. Um, oh, wait a minute. Oh, sorry. The, so the analog pocket itself shipped in uh, mm-hmm. uh, April 5th, 2022. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, like, yeah, I was going to say you've had that for longer than that. Yeah, but, so okay. four months between order and ship of the unit. And then That's not bad. I got my uh, like accessories on yeah De- December uh, 13th 2022 so it was like a full year for the dog but, but either way like here so check out this time differential right so mm-hmm. December 14th 8.06 a.m. was when I ordered the thing which you know was just a matter of refreshing yeah. the fucking website to load right right, right. Uh, my accessories I ordered at uh, I successfully checked out at 8.16 a.m. So a 10 minute gap. So literally that's... a 10 minute gap created like a year <laughs> of delay. <laughs> that's crazy. Um yeah, I th- in my in my mind I was like, oh this thing got delayed a billion times and it did, but I I for some reason I was thinking it was like um 
people paid and pre-ordered it and then it kept getting delayed but that wasn't the case it just got announced like two years before it actually started selling um which i mean that's not bad if they took orders in december and we're shipping them out in april um it's really not that bad so yeah but but either way it's um cool piece of hardware i um I guess I just kind of wish the install base was bigger or like they shipped stuff faster or they like responded to yeah. support requests. Cause it's crazy because like the, um, the analog pocket community is just in this really weird spot where it's like, everyone loves the hardware, but it's just like mm-hmm. beyond annoyed with analog, the company, mm-hmm. which is like, I don't know. It is very bizarre to me. Cause it seems like they're not, I feel like panic also is, kind of starting to like wade into this pool where it's like they made these or i guess they made these things or make these things you know whatever verb tense Mm -hmm. you want there that Mm -hmm. turned out to be way more popular than they expected Mm -hmm. and instead of like like grabbing the bull by the horns and like scaling up (laughs) they're just like okay well (laughs) i don't know what to tell you guys we'll just (laughs) uh, get to it when we get to it and uh it is what it is and i don't know yeah, I would still like to pick one up someday, at least in my mind. I don't know if I'd ever actually play it, though, because I don't love the vertical Game Boy form factor. Mm. I want like a Game Boy Advance landscape thing. Well, there's been but, uh, um, Ambernick has come out with like a lot of really cool stuff. But, and and I know. You know, all their emulation gizmos are like if you were direct from uh, and not, you know, pay some Amazon reseller yeah. a little bit of an upcharge, like all of them yeah. are like. 100 120 dollars ish or so yeah. for like yeah. an extremely capable little machine you know yeah it's true but like uh, i'm at the point now where i gotta stop going down that rabbit hole and buying yeah. the next thing that does a little bit more than the last thing and um that's why i'm kind of like at this point where i'm like okay love my steam deck plays all the pc games emulates everything i could ever want and then the miu minis like throw it in my pocket if i want to dig around with some older you know, yeah, 16 bit games and stuff. So, um, I don't really need I, it, it's like so enticing to me to see a new handheld that's like, oh, this one does PlayStation 2 or you know, whatever yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Ioneos of the world and stuff like that. It's like exciting, but then it's also like, man, the Steam Deck is like the least amount of like having to fuck around with it to get things working and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, and it's all massively the other ones overpowered like, too. So, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, anything you want. And, it's been so popular that it's pretty much guaranteed a new one will come out someday. But like, even for now, like my backlog of PC games and then being able to emulate anything on it. Like the only real drawback I can think of it is um, that it's just big. So it's not like something that's like, and it, and it feels weird to play like a game boy game on or something like that because the screen is like too big for something like that. Like, but the, the, the Miu mini feels like perfect for stuff like that. Um, so I'm kind of like, I, I jump back and forth, kind of depending on my mood of how much I feel like dedicating attention to, yeah. Um, which like the me, you can't beat for something you just turn on real quick and play a game and turn off and it just suspends perfectly and, you know, all that stuff. So yeah, got my little yeah, guy that right thing here. Is just baller. Did you, did you do button mods or anything on that? Or did you just, is no, that how it was? That's how it came. Oh, cool. Um, I was looking though, dude, like the, the amount of stuff, um, that is out for these things since they've kind of exploded in popularity and etsy is mm-hmm. like unbelievable i mean like but but the thing is like uh I, i'm like always tempted to like go wild on like the mods on this stuff because there's like mm-hmm. um i think like a better speaker mod like better screen yeah. mod <laughs> better battery <laughs> mod like different buttons yeah. different mm-hmm. cases like mm-hmm. you, they even make like fancy little like stickers for the back mm-hmm. here you know? yeah and i was like looking at it and i was like oh damn this would be really cool to put all this stuff together and then it's like what the fuck am i like piecing together a cart <laughs> of like 150 dollars worth of crap to like soup up my you're like 60 dollars <laughs> uh i don't know man. i i've sort of made peace like i used to get annoyed at myself for this stuff but i'm also like that's the hobby man like yeah, dicking around with these things enough. is the hobby and like playing them is fun too but like it's okay if the thing you enjoy about it is just dicking around yeah um, i mean I've, I've got friends that are into like uh like fancy rc cars and rc planes yeah. and stuff and that that's mm-hmm. a similar thing where it's just like it's just dicking around yeah. just constantly yeah. buying like the next 20 dollar thing and yeah fucking around i with took it, it all apart it all and right put it all back together yeah. just because i can like yeah. whatever yeah. um so, yeah, I, I uh, 
a funny hobby I'm like starting to dip my toe back into. Um, like 20 years ago, I had an aquarium and I just oh, bought boy. it on <laughs> that's 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 yeah. a rabbit hole hobby if there ever was one. But um, so yeah, 20 years ago, I had I, I think it was like 26 gallon, 30 gallon, or whatever. It was like this gorgeous aquarium, one of those more like cube shaped, kind of taller ones. And um, I just bought it on a whim. And um, my one of my good friends at the time was actually heavily into aquarium stuff and had like huge tanks at a house and and whatever so like he was instantly like oh cool i'm gonna help you out along mm-hmm. the way so he like showed me the ropes and stuff because there's a lot to learn um and so i got all set up and i had um well i had a gigantic goldfish for a very long time that was like the first fish i had in there and then he eventually died and then um i got into cichlids and so i had a cichlid tank and um it was fun. It was like a lot of annoying maintenance, but a lot of like gratifying stuff to like decorate or buy new things or, you know, watch your fish, just turn out all the lights and have just the aquarium light on. And my bedroom was like, awesome. I yeah. love that. And so anyway, <clears throat> I eventually, um, you know, moved out of that apartment and um, got rid of the tank at some point or whatever. I never got back into it again until um, in the last couple of weeks, actually last weekend, I think, um, I have a fishbowl, an actual glass fishbowl um, that I wanted to, that I was like, buy a fish for the little kid. You know, like it's a good time. He's three or yeah. about to be four. And, um, you know, it's a good thing. He'll be like a good, easy first pet and teach yeah, him how to feed the, it and, you know, whatever. The problem is I found this like when I was fiddling around with the, I had a beta fish a few years ago yeah. that I was like, it just turned into my thing. You know, it was like, all right, this is this is going to be an awesome beta fish tank, right? Mm-hmm. Is it small, mm-hmm. the smaller your tank is, the harder it is to like get the water, right. You know, because yes. like, like, you know, when you're doing the chemicals in a five gallon tank, it's like one drop of, you know, the shit yeah. can mm-hmm. get you from, you know, the low side of bad to the yeah. high side of bad, you know? Yeah. Right. Whereas right. like a 300 gallon tank or whatever, it's like, you got so much yeah. wiggle room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That's yeah. really true. And actually, I've been learning that because so so the progression has been the fishbowl. We bought a beta and, you know, the the stereotype is like, oh, betas live in anything. They can live in a cup. Mm-hmm. They can live in a vase of just water. They don't care or whatever. And while like that is kind of true, um, what I've come to find out is like that's yeah technically they're surviving they're not happy. They're yeah, stuck in yeah. a cup of water with you, nothing. I, you know what I mean? Like yeah, they I might not you. die. But that's not a nice thing to do to your little fishy. Yeah. And so um, the bowl I have is only half a gallon. It's a tiny. Oh, yeah. You need something way bigger, dude. Yeah. And so I. I went up to a 10 gallon tank on mine. And Mm -hmm. and it was like shocking the the behavioral differences of this fish. Like it went from just like, all right, I'm just surviving to like some round back to like a fish, you know? Well, I I, I don't have the capacity to go up to a 10. I'm going up to a five is where I'm jumping to. And that's kind of the people say is the minimum a couple of people will say like three gallon mm-hmm. you can be okay with but like like what you just said is the problem the, the less water the less chances of things going bad quickly um, yeah. the more water you have the easier it is to kind of get it right um but just with the space we have on our kitchen counter for this i i five is where i need to be so but anyway, yeah. I also I'm, I'm you also need to like... get what you what you need to do is get a, a the beta fish that looks like a lot of other beta fishes. So like when you, dies, have you can just replace like awful <laughs> problems with these things, you don't need to spend like fifty dollars on chemicals. You just true eat one fish, get the new fish. I I already dropped them in the sink actually trying to change out the fishbowl water and um, oh, no. got them back somehow. Got them back. Pam had a beta when. Uh, we first started dating and she lived in with her sister in an apartment. She had a beta and um, that's how she lost it. She was changing the water and he leaped out into the sink and went down the drain. And she was like, I don't know what happened to him. I was like, she's like, he either got chewed up in the dishwasher or the uh, garbage disposal or made it down the drain or, you know, who yeah, who knows is. what happened. But anyway, so anyway, yeah, the bowl in less than a week, the bowl water is just terrible. It's just not working out. So um i actually am later today gonna go pick up the i bought a five gallon tank um and uh it's it's a it's exciting to get back into because i was uh, such a geek about my last fish tank but it's also scary because it's like every little stupid thing is so expensive Mm -hmm. and uh it's so much maintenance and water changes and clean and blah 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 so that's what i'm um, saying like you know a lot of people i mean if you're putting on your kitchen counter it doesn't work right but like mm -hmm. 
the a lot of people are intimidated by big tanks, but I've always been mm-hmm. I've always found that the larger the tank, the easier it is for real. Yeah. Yeah. I I know that this will be a stepping stone thing to probably getting more fish tanks yeah. down, down the line. Because um, my because I would mass... love to get a tank like I had that thirty gallon one was like a great size for a variety of fish. You could do a great salt tank with it, which I tried once and it was hard. Um, so this is at least cheap and readily available that I can get this little guy out of the bowl and into something much better for him. But um, yeah, I don't think I would put like more than I don't think I'd I'd maybe put one other fish in it or something like that or some snails or something. But like. I don't think it's big enough for for that. But down the line, um, yeah, I can see getting getting back into this in a big way, which is scary. I don't want to be fish tank hobbyist. It's yeah, too so, too expensive, um, too much work. I don't, I don't know how the best way to show you this, but I had I had two oh, of sweet. these. Sweet, yeah. I believe this was a seventy-five gallon tank. I had two of them next to each uh-huh. other. Yeah, and the plants inside of it. Plants mm-hmm. are key. Like people think mm-hmm. that, like, oh man, it's gonna be hard to. Have, I, I don't know how to mm-hmm. take care of plants. Or just fucking throw them in there and forget about it. And like, oh dude, your your problem is gonna be them growing too much yeah, and no, exactly. ta- overtaking that's, the tank. <laughs> that's the thing. Like you just throw them in there, and like the the plants do so much to help regulate the water that like, yeah, I don't know. I it was pretty cool when you get to the point where it's like, oh okay, this thing pretty much is taking care of itself. I just need to like you know feed yeah. the fish and change the filter cartridge every now and again. Yeah, um, yeah, I. Uh... But, We'll see. We'll uh, we'll do another check in on my little fishy. His name is Spinny. So um, Spinny, Spinny. That was named by Spinny my son. The fish. Spinny the fish. So we'll see how he's doing in a week after he he gets his new apartment today. And um, I don't know. I I'm probably leading down the a road of of a lot of fish tank stuff in the future. Yeah. I mean, if you it's just, fun. It's a great hobby. I do. Yeah. Love it, but... I mean, what you do is um the uh, I think Petco or something does a us and i can't remember what the sale is now off the top of my head but it's like mm-hmm. a one you know one uh dollar per gallon tank sale or something like that you know mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. get nice tanks pretty big tanks for pretty cheap when they're yeah. you know doing their sales yeah. and stuff and yeah you just go yeah. from there we'll see or gosh uh facebook marketplace the other day i was looking for something else and it was just like fish tank after fish tank and i was like dang and they're the biggies too because of course that's what people have trouble getting rid of yeah Um, no i yeah so um we've got a neighbor that has a problematically large uh tank and this thing is probably it's too heavy for two people to lift uh (laughs) empty and it's i want to say like six feet long Uh by four feet tall by like three feet deep or something like that is a huge, Uh huge, heavy tank. And he was like, Hey man, you know, I I don't really want to deal with selling this. You know, I'm just going to take it to the dump unless you want it. And I was like, Oh shit. Like that would be really cool. But I've, uh, so I've dibs it. What do you do with it? No fucking idea what I would ever do with a tank that large. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were thinking of like maybe putting it outside and like trying to turn it into some kind of like water garden kind of thing with like some yeah. pads or something, maybe that would be kind of cool. But I feel like it's probably going to freeze or get fucked up and crack. And I don't know, but maybe free. So whatever. What can you yeah, do? yeah. 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 I don't know. You could do something cool with it or like um, make it like a crazy like terrarium or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Get like, giant lizards for it or something. Something. I just like have no room in my house for it. So we were yeah. like thinking like, hmm, yeah. can we do some interesting thing with this outside that doesn't look super trashy? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Anyway, um, I just remembered too. We have a couple emails. You want to read oh, a couple emails? Let's go. Um, and I feel bad because, <laughs> Uh, this one is from November 28th. (laughs) So, uh, apologies. I think even the last time we did a, uh, the last couple podcasts, maybe I, I had forgot to get to this one. So, um, you know, a few months later, we'll get to, uh, this email here. And this is from David who says, Hey guys, I remember a while ago, once the playdate season ended, you were talking about reviewing other random games on itch for the console, but it never happened. I feel like this is the trend for every site, though. There was so much hype for the console and lots of discussion on season one, and then it all just died off. Shipping group two came out and went, and I'm in group three and should get it soon, but I feel like I don't even care so much about it anymore. Yeah. I feel like panic really <laughs> I feel like panic really blew it here. They lost all their momentum by not having any kind of official updates or featured games that people could talk about. 
I know that new games release on itch on a daily basis, but looking at them, they're mostly really generic games that 90% of the games for the first year of the iPhone are like. It looks mm-hmm. like they want to wait until their backlog is finished before releasing season two. But by then, will people even care anymore? What do you guys think about the situation? It feels like Panic made something simple that got more popular than they expected and don't have the experience 100%. to follow up from it. Man, that's exactly what you were just saying. Uh, anyways, thanks as always for the podcast. I always enjoy your discussions. So thank you, David. That's a very uh, related to what we're talking about email. Um, yeah, and it was, what's wild too is like I um was posting on uh mastodon about like you know just wondering like out loud like maybe you have any mm-hmm. idea what like a uh, you know play date games are like making you know mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. someone linked me to uh, a blog post of one of these uh, i mean it looks like i don't remember what game it was but it looked pretty decent on itch and mm-hmm. their whole breakdown mm-hmm. was like hey they worked on this and sold a few copies and made like 1200 bucks or something like that you know and i was just <laughs> like <laughs> That doesn't yeah. seem like a great return on the amount of effort that people are putting into this kind of stuff. But yeah, you know, the 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 answer to that criticism is apparently they have something called like the Playdate catalog coming, which is gonna be like a hmm. on-device app store sort of thing. Hmm. But you know, again, like I I don't know like when this is coming, when this is coming, like what's happening, like mm-hmm. what you know, like when you look at the Playdate subreddit, it's like random indie developers posting their very basic games, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. people complaining about their refurbs, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, people complaining about shipping. Like, you know, there's just mm-hmm. like not that like positive buzz that there mm-hmm. used to be surrounding it. You know, and it's just like, I don't know, it's just like really weird to me because it seems like one of these things where they could put like, they could have put like an intern community manager on this that like yeah. their whole job is to like just talk just about keep the hype going on mm-hmm. you know, official channels and stuff like keep like keep a, interest up uh like a yeah i mean like so here let's uh let me see if, what is the tw- uh i just slash play date on twitter right so yeah i mean they they post like I don't know, like hardly at all, you know? <laughs> yeah, I um, I mean, I'm in that same boat. So you, so the all these podcasts we've missed, there's been, it's not like we just dismissed them. A few times we have like talked about we should get together and record and then something comes up and we can or whatever. But you actually texted me um, like, let's do a play date, like best of the year sort of episode. And here's a list of a bunch of games that we can well, check no, out and talk about or whatever. We're just like, Hey, let's, let's agree on an amount. You know, yeah. Bucks or whatever. Buy oh yeah. And just start of, buying games and, and talking about them. Yeah. hundred hundred bucks for the games on itch and just yeah. go through them one by one. And yeah, which I'm, I'm not opposed to that, but I, I at the time did not even know where my play date was, which Have I've you... since found it, but it okay. needs to be charged. But it was just one of those things. It was in a random box that I just threw some stuff from my, um, my cousin's house together to kind of move back home. And, and I have a, a lot of misplaced things currently still, but I did find that play date that I need to plug in. Oh, but, so um, just FYI, when you plug it in, it takes uh-huh. like, if it's dead, dead, it takes like yeah. a good, like half hour to do like anything. Oh really? Because like mine was dead, dead, mm-hmm. and I and it should in, be dead, dead. Yeah, and it was like light wasn't coming on, like you know, <laughs> it, it would like wouldn't turn on or anything for like you a long scared. time. And I was like, oh my god, is this thing fucking yeah. toast? Because like the first thing that came to mind was like, remember how they had like the issues with the battery, right? I was like, oh mm-hmm, fuck, mm-hmm. did I like kill this battery by like letting mm-hmm. it run all the way dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I hope I didn't do that. But I don't know. Like, what's what's weird is like you know if you if you look on itch.io uh for the top sellers like mm-hmm. you know a lot of them are not really that new you know it's like bloom is still near the top yeah um uh, well that was kind of my point too is that like um i my my me you mini i knew exactly where it was my steam deck i knew exactly where it was my laptop i know exactly where it was you know like those are the things that are those are like the three biggies for me, where it's like, I will always have them within reach or in my backpack if I'm doing moving or doing something. You know what I mean? The play date was just one of those things that was like, well, I'll just throw it in this box with this other stuff. And, you know, and it got misplaced and lost or whatever, because it's not like central to my entertainment needs, <laughs> I guess, which it's kind of a bummer. It should be. Um, but, you know, it's just the, not the thing I reach for. Um 
and I don't really know why. I mean, for I me, like it. I like a bunch of the games, you know, it's it's like the level of friction involved in like getting new stuff, right? Because like, that's what yeah. I don't know. I like playing new stuff, right? Like on my Steam Deck, I'm always like, yeah. oh, okay, this is on sale for three bucks. So I mean, to play this yeah. game, like, let me yeah. download it, give it a go. I like, can probably usually don't play it too long, you know, like maybe like a couple. I mean, like I would say 80% of my Steam library are games that I played for like less than two hours, you know, because it's like, <laughs> right. see some on super sale, download it, play it for yeah. an hour and then yeah. you know, just yeah. kind of forget about it, right? Um, and it, that's a little hard to do on mm -hmm. um, the play date, you know, because you got to like go mm -hmm. to your computer, you got to browse around itch.io, you got to like figure out how you fucking pay for shit on here, mm -hmm. download the mm -hmm. file, mm -hmm. uh, log into the play date thing, like side load mm -hmm. it over, go to your play date. Like, it's neat that there's like that wireless side loading option, yeah. but yeah, it's not easy. Like you need a on device store that you can just download. Yeah, and apparently from. that's coming, but I couldn't. Yeah, couldn't tell you when. But I was, I was the same way where like there was one time after we went through the whole season of games that I went on itch and downloaded probably like 25 games or something like that. Like everything that looked cool, some paid stuff, mostly free stuff, but anything that seemed like halfway decent, I downloaded and put on my play date. And then I'd go through them and play them and be like, okay, like this is bad. This is bad. This is really bad. You know what I mean? And it was just like off putting. Cause it's like, okay, it's a pain now to go through and like delete those well, and keep track of the ones yeah. I tried and the ones I hadn't or whatever. It just like was too much. I mean, you um, probably, it's and probably, I never I did that again. Uh, itch.io probably has a kind of way you can like bookmark these or you know like they do yeah i have i but... have a playdate game wish list you can make wish lists on itch um i have one for pico 8 games and i have one for um uh, a few other things but like it still is just hard to keep track of and there's so much like stuff that's like baby's first game just because they mm. can make one day well, and, and which also, is fine and good but yeah i think that a lot of those games too were uh developed just using the simulator you yeah. know like because oh, i saw a lot of them yeah when i when i still was active in the you know playdate discord during like the first season of you know, the playdate mm -hmm. discord is pretty cool during the first season because like the new game would hit and everyone would talk about it and all this stuff right um but there'd be a lot of developers that would come in there and be like, hey, I made this game. I don't have a play date. Can someone tell me if it runs kind of stuff? And mm -hmm. it's like, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, is winding up on, you know, itch and stuff, which. Yeah. I don't know. It's fine, I guess. But but yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, it's a bummer because yeah. I, I, I just was unbelievably excited for this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and now it's just kind of like it, it went from extreme excitement to just kind of whatever very yeah. quickly. Yeah, you know, no, I agree. Um, I yeah, will you're mention right. I mean, the, the, the games that are on it, like the good, you know, like so for, for right now, like when you look at the games tag play date top seller, like the number one mm -hmm. seller is a ten dollar cave flyer, mm -hmm. which, like, yeah, okay, I'm sure it's probably good, you know, but right. like, um, it, it does very much vibe like year one of the app store where it's just like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, here's another mm -hmm. very simple concept kind of thing, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I um, I'm curious now. So David that emailed us, um, since that was all the way back in November, I'm sure he must have the play date by now. So if you are listening, uh, send us a follow up email and let us know how you ended up feeling about it. Because I know that feeling too of like I was so excited for this thing, mm -hmm. and then it came out, and other people got it ahead of me, and then by the time it was my turn to get this thing, I was like not excited about it. I've had that feeling well, before. I hate that. Yeah, and I feel like you like getting it now. You missed mm -hmm. out on the whole like zeitgeist surrounding like yeah. the the weekly releases, right? Because yeah, like, it seemed yeah. like everyone that got the car or got the uh, the the play date, um, you know, quickly was was mm -hmm. very. I mean, maybe everyone wasn't on the same week, but it was like, oh mm -hmm. shit, yeah, I played that two weeks ago. Like, it's really cool. Like, yeah, what's good it was about, pretty like, close to each like, other. Yeah, that kind of stuff, as opposed to. Like now, I don't even know where you'd probably be looking at like your old Reddit yeah. threads to find people yeah. talking about that kind of stuff, you know? <clears throat> well, I guess uh, what's cool is that, um, you know, I think they're all caught up with their shipments and stuff like that. And so like with everybody having one, this season two that seems like it will happen can be like what we all imagined it could be like a TV show broadcast where everyone's playing the season two games on the same day and stuff like that. I mean, that'd be um, cool. Because but... everyone has a device now, so um they can the do that time, and like, i think how many people uh, by, by waiting this long how many people are going to be like oh yeah let me dust off my play date and pay 
50 bucks for yeah. software on this thing yeah. you know yeah yeah i i don't know yeah that's a good question we'll see um, i think i think for any level of adoption of season 2 Mm-hmm. Like it's going to need to be real cheap. And I don't think they can go yeah. real cheap if they're like no. courting like the who's who of indie developers to make games for this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but uh, I still think the play date's a cool device. I want to start playing it more now that I'm getting settled in with all the other crap going on in my life. Um, I would like to play this and steam games more actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it just, I like what, what bums me out about this is like, um, you, you know, like, so if you, if you have, you know, the, uh, the choice of, of two devices here, right. So mm-hmm, like the Mew mini mm-hmm. and the play date are both kind of like mm-hmm. equally pocketable. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I can play some, you know, extremely lightweight, uh like metroidvania game mm-hmm. on the play date that mm-hmm. you know may or may not be good for mm-hmm. you know 10 bucks or whatever mm-hmm. or i can just play metroid on my yeah, right. mini, play super you know? metroid again <laughs> and yeah i don't i guess it's like a pretty unfair comparison to you know compare a, a nintendo produced emulated game to yeah. an indie made play date thing but i mean that's well, I think the thing with the Playdate 2 is that it's it is unique and it has the crank and all that stuff, but like um games need to really like find ways to take interesting, you know, uh use of that. And some games really have where you're like, "Dang, this isn't possible on anything else." And the crank actually adds something great to this experience that you can't just get with a controller or an analog yeah. stick or whatever. I think it needs more things like that as opposed to just like here's a, a cool text-based RPG that you could play on like anything. It's not like play date specific, I guess. Um, because those are like difficult to play with the non backlit screen and stuff like that. You know, like you have to put a lot more effort into wanting to play the play date. Yeah. Um, but I, I do <clears throat> need to get this. Uh, so one of the things on itch is a hurdy gurdy for the play date where you use See, that's the, sick. Use the crank <laughs> to, to do the hurdy gurdying and then the uh, face buttons uh that's dude i went to see when i was a teenager i went to see page and plant from led zeppelin and um they there was a point where they played the hurdy-gurdy for a while and it was mind-blowing it was an outdoor concert and they would hit like a bass note on that thing that would rumble i can still feel the rumbles through my body but it was just cool to see someone play that thing live um but anyway uh i do want to shout out before we move on from playdate stuff that um the uh longtime touch arcade uh member and um discord member uh call me steam he and his buddies have a uh podcast called the hello playdate podcast oh, and cool. i think i've mentioned it on the show before but they um his itch overcast. um his What's itch profile too is like playdate focused stuff um, and these guys put in a lot of work to actually unearth the good Playdate games. And then they do a podcast. Um, I'm not sure how frequently. I know they did a lot of year-end stuff when the, the year ended. You said it was Hello um, Playdate, right? Hello Playdate podcast. Yeah, it's um, like every few weeks they put something Yeah, up. so I feel like I haven't had the time to really dive into their stuff. But I think if you wanted somebody that's like a give you a heads up on things that might be cool or just talk about playdate stuff in general or whatever that's a good place to start and then um maybe digging through to the stuff they talk about on their podcast or link to um in terms of like recommendation lists on itch for games to check out and stuff like that um instead of just like typing playdate into itch and hoping for the best and sorting through a bunch of crap or whatever it's it's definitely an ecosystem that needs somebody to tell you what's good or not. And very much like the beginning of the app store and places like touch arcade that were like, I don't know. There's so much dumb stuff. What's good. Like that, that birth touch arcade. So, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. I wanted to give them a shout out because he's longtime uh touch arcade guy. And it sounds yeah, like cool. they do a good job with that stuff. So, um, and then uh, got another email. This one is from Ben. It just says, guys, I need proof of life. Where is yeah. the podcast? <laughs> this was sent a week ago. Um, sorry, Ben. Yeah, I should have probably emailed him back and said something before now. But um, we're here. We are alive for now. And um, 
we will hopefully not be skipping shows all willy-nilly like we have the last couple months um i would love to do something like i want to do like a um like a video walk around my house and show off my house remodel because i feel like that would give people a better idea could maybe do that as like a patreon thing or something like that like a me filming cribs on myself um but uh yeah things are like finally starting to settle down again in my life so not kids Um, wise kids wise is still beating the hell out of. have you been watching uh last of us on hbo i haven't and i've never played the games and i don't have hbo and uh well i actually just got there's a are um, you living in jared (laughs) we 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 have so many stupid things that we've been trying to cancel like monthly charge things we're trying to cancel but i did realize i did just notice um there's a promo for what is it um, oh on my on bing you know how i'm like a bing person that gets the bing Bing points and i've i've paid for I don't have to pay for Xbox Live for the next two years because of Bing points, and um, and so anyway, I um, they're doing a thing right now where you can get a month free of HBO Max. So I'm actually I'm doing their little game to get that going. But um, you once I have it, I'll try and watch it. The adult version of those kids we used to make fun of on the forums. That they would, would watch the ads or like sign up for credit cards. Yeah, and shit. I'd be like, <laughs> I am going to watch. 50,000 ads to get enough credit to buy one 99 cent iPhone game. Um, you know, I would, I would agree with you, except that game pass is 15 bucks a month mm-hmm. and I'm lit. I'm paid up through September of 2024. Yeah. So like, sure. dude, you can't be mad. And um, I, I have enough points in my balance to make, uh, I could buy what if, I think I could buy four more months if I wanted to, but I'm like waiting. I don't want to extend it so far that it loses track or something like that. Well, but so anyway, it's, a, us, it's a great thing. Um, the game is coming to PC, so you'll be able to play it on Steam Deck uh, March mm. 28th. Oh, okay. Which like to me, it seems like a real missed opportunity to not have this um, <laughs> like launch with a show, right? For real, yeah. That like, like, it, like in my opinion, like the real killer fucking promo would have been like, uh, it comes out a week before the first episode. If you buy it, mm-hmm. you get a code for like a free week of HBO. So you can play yeah, through the game the and show. then watch the first episode as yeah. like one thing. Yeah. Um, extremely good game, extremely good show. Um, mm. And what's cool is like, you really, you really don't need to know anything about the game to enjoy the show. Like they do okay. a really, really good job. Um, and they've got a supplemental podcast with the creators that is like just truly outstanding because they kind mm-hmm. of talk about um, mm-hmm. one of the interesting things that came of the podcast was kind of talking about um, things that work in a game versus what works on the screen, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where, whereas like they're a lot of the like action sequence, I mean, because the game's a, you know, survival shooter basically. Right. And you spend a lot of mm-hmm. time killing zombies and you know in different like combat sections and mm-hmm. it's just like i don't think that that many people would be interested in a show where it's like all right we're gonna spend 75 percent of the time killing zombies murdering zombies yeah, just, just killing, killing way, zombies yeah. getting to the next area right right whereas like that's that's a game and it makes for a fun mm-hmm. game because mm-hmm. like the combat's fun and everything else mm-hmm. right so um they they just are doing all these like interesting things that would make for a bad game, which is, you know, like mm-hmm. spending too much time on like exposition and world building and everything else when like mm-hmm. you just want to fight fucking zombies, right? Yeah. So um I don't know, and just really good. And the way the ways that they're deviating from the game are just these like wildly clever, fun ways that make so much more sense for a show. And it's just I don't know, mm. extremely good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. say enough good things about all it. Right. I might have to get my once I've I've triggered my free month of HBO. Maybe that's what I'll watch. Because you you've you haven't seen Chernobyl then either on HBO, huh? Uh-uh. Oh, see, that's another truly out. This is made by the same people, and that that show is truly mm. outstanding. Mm. Um, the last new show I watched was Wednesday, and I really oh, liked I haven't it. seen that yet. I <clears throat> I'm behind on Netflix stuff. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Um, Speaking of Netflix, uh. The internet zeitgeist this week is all up in arms over the password sharing stuff because um, they yeah. put out something that they then like backpedaled and said like, oh, no, that was just a leak or that's not the actual like our policy yeah. like that was made up or whatever elsewhere. 
Yeah. Um, so like, you know, on, it's, it's, it's going to be a real interesting thing to watch, watch, right? Because like, I understand what the problem is with this, right? And there's yeah. like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people that, and I have fucking friends like this where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't pay for Netflix. I, you know, yeah. I went on a date with a girl at Tinder and she came yeah. over to my house and like logged into my TV and yeah, I just never logged out Netflix for the last year, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. There's a ton of people like that. And, yeah. and I think it is totally fair for Netflix to be like, hey man, fucking pay up, dude. You, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Freeloading on someone that doesn't even know that you're freeloading on them. Yeah. And, yeah. and everything else. But, I, I think, um, so I had, uh, Hulu for a long time and, um, liked it. And then when I, I've cut the cable cord, Hulu TV was what I went with. Cause I liked Hulu, the ser- other, the streaming mm-hmm. service so much. Um, and then they, they, they canceled me. They, they canceled me because, oh. um, my internet was the Verizon 5g and, um, it's it basically from Hulu's end, they see it as a um a cellular connection. Oh, and because the IP will change, it's kind of a dynamic IP, like yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. with a cell phone or something like that. And so on their end, they see this IP changing all the time, and it would trigger a thing for my account that they think I've like moved locations or gave it to someone else or whatever. So I was constantly battling with them and being like, I'm in my house. It's my house internet. It's a, yeah. it's a product Verizon offers called home internet. I don't know the technical reasons why it's flagging you, but, but the, the end result was basically like, you know, I'm not changing my internet. And they're like, oh, okay, well we'll go ahead and cancel your accounts for you. Okay. See, you know, have a nice day. And it was like, after being like a customer for two plus years or something like that. And I was like, okay like yeah. i guess i don't have hulu anymore and um it was because of their sort of like protections against that sort of stuff and so i can totally see if netflix turns into that sort of thing where it's like people like me that have a situation where their ip can change you know you, you can't use ips like you used to be able to back in the day which was yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is this specific location <laughs> it doesn't work like that anymore so um, it's kind of like on them that they have outdated methods. So if Netflix is, is like that and it creates a bunch of friction where it's like, dude, I'm in, I'm on a business trip and I'm logging into my Netflix and it's thinks I'm, you know, doing something shady and it won't let me, people are going to just cancel yeah, um, or get canceled. I think what I wish they would do is what um, Apple does with their sharing or, or whatever you want to call it, where it's like, um, you can share up to five devices with this login. And then you have like a central place. You can see everyone that's logged into everything. And then you can revoke access to those devices if you want. And so I've had to do that a bunch of times where it's like, oh shoot, like I'm logged in on my um, iTunes account to like a computer I had five years ago or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. And I, I need to revoke yeah, it because I, I want to add someone yeah. else to it. When I look at my find my thing on all the stuff that's logged in, it's like, oh my God, this is insane. I went through and cleared all that stuff out a while back because I had all the, every yearly phone, every new iPad, every computer. So like, um, I think they could get away with doing something like that where it's like, okay, a Netflix account, share it with five other people. I don't care where they are. If it's Mm -hmm. your friends, whatever, if it's your family, cool. Um, once you like get past that point you're not going to let you share it anymore and then you're going to need to go through and revoke access from somebody or whatever or pay or pay for a higher tier yeah i mean yeah i i think if something like that would be a lot better than trying to manage people's locations and things like mm-hmm. that um and just own it just be like look we know we're, you're going to share it and there would be i mean i'm sure there's like a lot of people that just have netflix and don't share it with anybody and it's not a problem right like yeah it's a rampant thing but um, I don't think everybody, if you give them the ability to share it with five people is going to share it with five people. You know right, what I mean? Right, so right. I don't know. I, I think there's a better solution to it all. Um, but we'll see that we'll see what they roll out with. I don't know. Yeah. If it's annoying, know. people will get pissed and cancel. But like, I, I just, um, my thing is like, I, I really genuinely would not surprise me if like, you know, a high 90% of Netflix's customer base it's just people that pay 20 bucks a month. Yeah. Just watch it on their TV at home. Maybe watch yeah. on their phone once in a while. Right. I, I think so too. Genuinely don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, maybe they don't even watch Netflix all the time. Like they just have right. it. And when they hear about a show that's cool, they'll open it up and check it out. Like, yeah, I really think that that's like their core customer base. 
And yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if this whole thing was, you know, a, a very small, extremely loud group yeah. of people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That probably aren't paying uh, for Netflix at all. So they're not Netflix customers. Who cares? Not their problem, yeah, you know, piss like, those people off anyway. I mean, that's, that's kind um, of the thing, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. you know, of my friends group, the people that are the most pissed about this are the people that aren't paying for it, you know, which is like, yeah, okay, right. well, why should, why should they make You're pissed because your free ride is ending. Yeah. So I don't um, know. I, uh, I think we're getting to the end of this thing because I'm starting to fade. I'm trying to think of anything else interesting that we should talk about. Uh, yeah. So I got something interesting. So they, um, yeah. So if Game Pass subscribers, um, I don't actually know when this went into effect because I kind of lapsed mm -hmm. out of League of Legends for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just playing like fucking Warzone and other dumb shit that my friends mm -hmm. were playing. But um, mm -hmm. so uh, Game Pass last year, I believe, announced a thing where they were going to like partner up with Riot. Oh yeah, and mm -hmm. anyone that had game pass would just get all the league of legends champions right mm -hmm. well so what's the cool the cool thing about this that i only recently found out this week mm -hmm. um kind of just by accident um was that that also applies to wild rift on your phone and oh, like wow for me like the the longest time i like i really enjoyed wild rift but what was annoying was it was like man i spent so much time in this like functionally identical game yeah right. <laughs> unlocking everything and having all yeah. the stuff and now i need to like just start over Mm -hmm. on either paying for or working towards these exact same things yeah on this basically exact same game mm -hmm. just on the phone you know mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. I, I played for a while and then kind of just got annoyed because it was like fuck i'm not i'm not buying yeah these things twice like it's just right. annoying to me um but now like the game pass thing is live it's just like i just have everything I, it's yeah. in, it's Dude. all locked in. Mm. It's uh, good to go, and uh, you know, just extremely good value add. That I that's pretty totally crazy. Came out of the blue, that I wasn't expecting at all, and yeah, um, everything else. So, if you've got Game Pass and are curious about League of Legends, the uh, Wild Rift on the phone is extremely good. Um, mm. The very, very, very good version of the game. They made some minor tweaks to just kind of make it faster. Like the map is um a little bit smaller and 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 things like that but i think all the changes are really for the better because it it creates a situation where the games like seem like they rarely go much longer than like 10 minutes mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. which i think is a pretty you know pretty good middle ground for yeah i mean god you know like league of legends proper you can have games where they'll go for an hour you know sometimes yeah. really crazy games um yeah but yeah, having all the all the dudes unlocked is really fun because that's typically like the friction point on these stupid MOBAs mm -hmm. is like mm -hmm. you'll download it and be like, oh, this is really cool. But, you know, there's only six guys in rotation that I get for free now. And like yeah. I don't really like any of them and I don't want to spend ten dollars on another one. And right, right, right. And right. you just kind of forget about the game and move on. But having everything is is super cool. Hmm. Um, so, hmm. um, man, this sucks. I, uh, I thought we were going to go this whole um, episode without talking about mobile games you mm. blew it we almost made it almost. um yeah i uh there was um shoot what was it the uh i gotta find this um yeah it's been interesting to me to see like the subscription services like netflix take off um and even apple arcade where it's like um here's a free to play game where everything's unlocked or whatever mm -hmm. or like a game that should be free to play that doesn't have to be because there's no and at purchases and, and stuff and that sort of thing. Oh, um, Tomb Ra Raider Reloaded. Um, this was announced like a year or two ago, and nobody really knew anything about it. It's basically Archero, but um, Tomb Raider. And so um, it's interesting to me because they announced finally a, a release date. Uh, comes out on February 14th. But um, it's coming to iOS and Android and Netflix on the same day. And I can't remember that happening before. How does that work then? Like, I don't know. So like Netflix. Well, I what I'm guessing is going to happen is it's going to be because because Netflix and Apple Arcade have brought on games, existing games that were already released sure. before. And yeah. then they bring them in and it's like, oh, Netflix version of this game. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's what they're going to do is it's going to be like um, a regular app store release for iOS and Android, a normal free to play game like it normally would be. And then Tomb Raider Reloaded for Netflix that's you just log in and there's no free-to-play stuff or whatever um 
I, I love that. I think that's so great. And then, you know, it'll be really interesting to see because we've talked before about like um, free to play games that do stuff like that. A lot of times reveal how shallow and how yes. there's not really much game there anyway. And the game was playing the free to play game where the long game of grinding and stuff like that. And so when you remove all that stuff, you're mm-hmm. sort of like, okay, like there's, there's not much here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like interest. it really depends on the game though. Right. Because like there's yeah. definitely been a lot of games I've been into where it's like the, the compelling part is like the daily meta game, right. Where it's like, okay, yeah, yeah I do this like little thing over here that I guess is yeah. the game, but like what I get out of that, I can then, you know, upgrade and do all this other right. kind of, yeah. Kind of progress crap yeah. on this other yeah. side, you know? Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to play this one, especially because it's launching day and date with the regular versions or whatever. Um, they didn't really explain what it means by uh, there's a Netflix one. Um, so I don't know. I, I, just I wonder think if that's that like an awkwardly worded press release where it's like it's coming to Android and iOS as part of your Netflix subscription. You know, it was very specifically it's coming to iOS and Android and on the same day to Netflix. Like it's a third yeah. thing. Um, so yeah, I can't recall that happening before where something launched on the same time. Um, we've seen older games come to Netflix and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting, but it's also interesting too, with something like Netflix where you don't have the rules you have of Apple arcade where it's like, Oh, well you can't be, you know, they have their own plus versions, but something that leaves Apple arcade has to be re-released or, you know, whatever you can't release a normal paid version and an Apple arcade version at the same time. Um, so you can do, I guess you can do stuff like that with Netflix. I don't know. But anyway, I'll be looking for, for that game to come out. Also, because it looks cool. But yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's enough of that mobile gaming talk. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm curious about that. it. I don't know. Like the Netflix yeah. stuff has been really good. You know, did you, yeah. um, do you feel around with uh, the, the Sam Barlow game? Um, oh, no, I haven't yet, actually. Um, the title everyone talks about thing? how great it is. Oh man, this is gonna really bother me. Oh yeah, what is the name? <laughs> uh, Netflix game, Immortality. Thank you. Yes. Um, you should give this. You should fiddle around with this and see. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I this uh, you want this game vibes to me like, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just revealing what a total fucking idiot i am which maybe that's uh, true but um, yeah it reminds me of like being in like high school english class or whatever and mm-hmm. um having people talk about you know like the themes of different poetry and how like something that seems so simple is like so moving to them and everything else and then you read mm-hmm, it and you're just mm-hmm. like i don't see it yeah <laughs> yeah but like like all, everyone uh, else is like uh-huh. like oh my god this is the best thing ever like you know it's, mm-hmm, the, the, you know, mm-hmm. this thing and it's just uh, yeah you know yeah. what i'm talking about right where it's like yeah and it i don't know it's um i i just don't i i don't i don't get it don't get it maybe hmm. i'm uh, yeah maybe i'm just stupid i mean I it know, got honestly. multiple like game of the year i know nods and, that's, that's and what, awards like, and stuff like that yeah so like the, the basic gimmick of the game is you know you're you're reviewing all this like found footage right mm-hmm. and you can like uh like get to certain scenes where you can rewind and they become a little bit different and sometimes Mm. reveal like different parts Uh of the video and stuff. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know. Like I just, and again, I fully willing to concede that I'm just stupid, but I (laughs) kind of just never got to the point where I was like, Oh, okay. I I see where we're going here. Like I understand Mm -hmm. what we're looking for and everything. Mm -hmm. To me, it was just like, here's all this random footage and every once in a while you can rewind and see another piece of random footage. And yeah, it's uh, you know, the, the same actors playing different characters and I guess they link together mm-hmm. somehow, but I, mm-hmm. I don't hmm. know how or interesting. Or... Do you remember his other games like her story or telling lies? Did you play any of those and like those? Uh, I played I thought, her story and liked it. Yeah. I thought her story was good, but it, you know, I, I don't know. But that was also like, I feel like each new game gets more complex and maybe that's the problem where it was sort of like, okay, her story was like this set of stuff to look through and watch and then figure things out. And it was like a simpler premise, I guess, than something like this. Maybe that's part of the problem. Yeah, I don't know. I It's 
maybe maybe her story i like her story more because it's more straightforward and like yeah that's maybe, a, that's a good word straightforward i just like haven't like hit that point where i'm like oh mm. i understand what's happening here i understand what i'm mm-hmm. supposed to be doing and like yeah everything else like that and you know mm. i've like looked to see if i was missing any tutorial messages or whatever i don't know like i don't mm-hmm. i don't know it's just another yeah. art game that i guess yeah. is not for me and I'm just a, you still you're not deep enough to get it. I'm sorry. Just an idiot in Tennessee. He's by profanity laden sleds. That's all you're good for. Too stupid uh, to play her <laughs> to play uh, immortality. That's okay. I will. I I have a lot of games I need to fiddle around with through Netflix and Apple Arcade and just regular games. It's it's shocking how many video games I have in my life that I need to play. I know, and it's not even counting like, all of PC games and like now switch games and stuff now too i've like gotten to the point where i'm like man i'd really like to replay elden ring and it's like fuck it's like such a time <laughs> commitment and i've been like i've thought about that I too where i'm like, like i want to replay breath of the wild before the sequel comes out and it's like do you want to spend 250 hours on a game again like yeah. i don't know that you have time for that and it's like the, the amount of time that i spent while doing other things being like okay i think mm. i will replay elden ring now and that was like <laughs> i hit the point where i'm re- re- like have admitted to myself that i will replay it so now i'm spending my spare time thinking about like okay well what am I how am I going to build my guy this time like yeah. I should figure this yeah. out ahead of time yeah. I'm like I don't know yeah I don't know we're us gamers we're strange creatures but uh I do that every time I want to play emulators where I'm like I want to play some old games and I'm like I'm going to play the five games I always play instead <laughs> I'm going to look through the hundreds that I have and then play the same five games over and over again um instead of experiencing something new that I missed back in the day I should probably try to do that more but. Yeah, well, why do that when you can just play Super Metroid or True. Uh, Symphony of the Night, right? The 30th time, yeah. Okay, I really need a piece. We're going to wrap things up. Um, okay. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode and apologies that we missed so many in the last couple of months. I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, we're going to be back on a more consistent schedule. So hopefully there's still people that want to listen to this podcast. If that's you... Send us an email at tips at touchergate.com. Tell us that you still like our podcast and you still want us to keep going because truly it's been difficult to find the time and the, uh, I don't know, a mental capacity to be able to record over the last couple of months just with everything going on. So um, it definitely makes me feel better that there's people that actually care and want to listen. So um, yeah, thanks again for listening. And uh, I guess I'm going to say we'll be back with another episode of the Tetra Arcade show next week. We'll see. Yep. See ya.